from Los Angeles and Nashville. Get ready to go behind the scenes with Entertainment Dudes. Oh, and welcome to another episode of Entertainment Dudes. Entertainment Dudes. Dudes that are so entertaining that we wiggle to make sure you stay entertained. I'm, I'm entertained already. Holy cow. Oh, okay. Going, I wanted <laughs> to buy popcorn. That was. This that is was week two. Yes, with Parker Hensley. Uh, the first <laughs> yes. week of you didn't catch what we're talking about, about all the different paints and things that you can do when you're when you're creating costumes and even sets for movies. And he might end up mm-hmm. doing some sets. I don't know. We'll find out. What. But uh, we'll so if out. you missed the first week, you want to check that out. And also kind of what goes into it, what kind of person you have to be. So we got Parker on for the second episode of Parker. Uh, yes. So I think we should bring him Woo! in. I think weekend. so. Let's bring him in. Yes. Are you guys entertained? Entertainment, dude. Are you entertained? Oh, yeah. Do you feel entertained? Entertained. Entertained. So, yeah. Are you guys entertained? Oh, yeah. I'm entertained. You entertained? I am very entertained. I'm very entertained. Yes. How about you, Parker? Are you entertained? I'm entertained. Okay. I'm entertained. Awesome. So, let's jump right into this. What is the most difficult part of what you do? Oh, boy. People dealing with people. <laughs> that's probably it, to be honest. Dealing with other people. I think that's the hardest part. Um, man, that's tough. I feel like everything about it's hard, but I feel like um, knowing how to fix stuff is a big thing. Because when stuff okay. goes wrong, it's yeah. definitely that's where the whole boat starts to sink a little bit. Now, do you, you know take I mean. advice from Bob Ross, you know, happy little accidents, or does it just like, completely if a it's start a over project i will take it as a happy little accident but if okay. it's professional it's usually like this is a fuck up we got to start over now. okay yeah. wow okay but um especially if it's like a paint reacts wrong or like if there's a chemical reaction and we have to start all the way over usually that's like uh one of the harder things to fix just because it just takes you you know knocks time off it's the biggest right. thing and how I feel many like, times uh, had you had your paint explode How's my, how's my paint exploded? Funny story, actually. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I remember in the shop, we had just gotten this um, gallon of red paint for a project. Took it to our spray booth, and I was mixing some up. And I dropped it and spilled a gallon of this red paint all over myself. Oh, I was in pants, oh, but the pants and the shirt were ruined. Toast. And I was so mad. I bet that stuff's not cheap either. Oh, no, it's not. No, it is not. (laughs) No, it is not. You're like, well, there goes $400. Great. Lovely. I wouldn't say this is hard, but masking is definitely one of the most tedious parts of the paint process. Yeah. Definitely. How do you use for that? We use tons of tape. I prefer Tamiya. Tamiya is the best tape. It's a little bit softer. It's not going to affect the paint too much okay. but um definitely it's just Cam, a patience Cam game notes. yeah I'm, I'm writing down right now what, what are some of the uh <laughs> what are some what of the uh things that you have to do in order to keep the the paint from like leaking under or getting a big ridge line along you know where you're doing this how do you oh, that's all just making sure you don't spray too much paint out of your yeah. usually your airbrush it's very, especially when masking stuff, you have no idea what it's going to look like until that tape comes off. So it could look really nice. Wow. Or you could have a paint drip underneath or a ridge line. Uh-huh. 
it's definitely i wouldn't say it's the hardest but it's definitely one of the more stressful parts because that's the right. make it or break it and you can even peel paint off underneath with the tape that's heartbreaking oh. sometimes oh. we just have to re under layers we have to mask off an area repaint it right yeah usually you can get away with ridge lines and stuff especially on a screen because you'll never ever ever notice that stuff hardly mm. ever no, but if it's a live event, they'll notice. Like when people, oh yeah, close yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, what what's one of the most rewarding parts about uh, your process? What do you like? The seeing most? it done, seeing it done is very rewarding, especially when it's done right. Usually, we'll take photos of our um, professional projects in the shop for um, just files and keeping track of everything and sometimes we'll send them out to directors so they can see it or producers that is the best part seeing it on camera and seeing like oh my god we did this that is the coolest yeah. part and or it looks like it's ours yeah exactly and it's like we just made we made this or sometimes not all the time we usually get photos back from set from the props or costumes or creature on set and it could be a photo or a video that is also really rewarding to see that's you're the like they're there it. it's there because it's, it's there, just like yeah. oh my god this is it like doing its thing you know yeah it's really yeah cool. one of the one of the nice things about this job and about this industry is that you never do the same thing twice oh no hardly ever unless you're yeah, on like unless it's arms show. unless it's sleeves unless it's uh... sleeves when you're doing 40 <laughs> of them or i will say make makeups get repetitive too makeups, makeups. Are super super repetitive makeup appliances can get super repetitive. Do you do those too or no? I feel like I'm more suited towards hard surface stuff. I dabble uh -huh. in organic sometimes, but I'm definitely I'm right. not the best at it. I'm not someone you should take advice from it because I'm still learning myself. And even with the hard yeah. surface stuff, I feel like there's plenty of other painters out there that are much more skilled, much more qualified than me because I'm still fairly new to a lot of this. But um, organic, I feel like they're just different. Organics are definitely, mm -hmm. it's a totally different style of painting, which is what's harder. Like, while hard surfaces mostly like keeping very straight, clean lines, very perfect surfaces. Usually organics is the exact opposite where you're very loose, mm. very um, random. It's definitely, mm. it's different. That's the best way I could describe it. Yeah, what? it's like skin, even skin, even if your own arm, how many oh, different totally. types, yeah. like colors and how it blends and how like even freckles or everything. Yeah. It's just different. It's random. I hope that yeah. doesn't um, discourage anyone from trying it because I feel like there's definitely aspects from organics that I bring into hard surface painting, especially with mm -hmm. weathering and definitely stuff from hard surface. I'll take in the organics sometimes. But yeah, well, because isn't the weathering is actually that form of chaos because oh, totally, you know, yeah. skin with organics, you don't know that's what you get. But with weathering, weather does the same thing to a non-organic item over time. It exactly. scrapes it, it blocks it, it sands it. It's, exactly. It's totally, it's, it's not perfect. It's very yeah. rarely perfect. Yeah. What, what, advice, chaos to it. what advice would you give to somebody looking into your line of Ooh. work? That's tough. Say oh, the man. the next the next kid painting the figurines. The next kid painting. Um, yeah, painting his uh, Warhammer. Ooh, oh, that's cool. Um, don't give up. Don't. No matter what anyone tells you, if you can't do it, always strive to try and reach that goal. And I feel like when you get to that point in the job, it's gonna end up becoming work. Don't lose that kid inside you that still wants to paint miniatures. You know, as weird mm. as that sounds, my dad yeah. told me that. Because I feel like if there's a part of the job you can still enjoy, even after, you know, 40, 30, 20 years on the job, then you're doing it right. 
Mm-hmm. But um, big things, don't give up. Don't stop practicing. Practice, practice, practice. Make connections. I mean, Instagram, I've met so many people that go to other shops and paint there, and I've made connections through that. Yeah. Um, but it's all about just keeping up practice and making connections, and eventually you'll get that position you want. I feel like I'm not the wrong guy to ask, but I feel like I got in so easy that it's almost like I'm not going to have the same experience as the guy next to me or anyone else in the shop right. for that matter when it comes to getting the job. But I feel like it's definitely making connections and just keeping your skills in check. Yeah, and staying in the job and loving what you do. Oh, totally. Right? I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. 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 It's amazing. The end of the day, if, you're, if, you, if you don't, it's not for everyone to be completely right. honest. It's definitely, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, a lot of people enjoy painting. They will go into that shop aspect and they will hate it. They will not mm. like it at all. And it's definitely, um, it could be a wake up call sometimes, you know, cause you're going, yeah, isn't it the different. difference between it being something you do for passion and something for fun and then versus something you do for work. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah exactly. Yeah. It. It's fun for the first two to six months and then it becomes work real quick. Yeah. Kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to paint. And then it ruins that hobby for you. So right. another thing, get other hobbies besides painting if you want to do it professionally. Yeah, so yeah, like, that's true. You're going to get sick of painting <laughs> after a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So when you're working on a on a uh, paint job, you know, me for I can visualize mm-hmm. a story and I picture it in my head and I'm working towards that end goal. Do you have reference drawings? Do you come up with the ideas? How do you know that you're headed in the right direction? Like with cosplay stuff or professional stuff? How about either? Well, cosplay, it's your okay. vision, right? But let's say, yeah. let's do both because the cosplay, you're okay. you're the end all. And then in pro- professional, you're working for someone else's idea. Yeah. Usually professional will have a piece of concept art and they're like, match it to this. Exactly. Colors, stuff. And if they want to mm-hmm. change anything, they'll notify us about it. Um, and that's basically what we're working off of is usually some artwork that's made in house or out of house. But for cosplay stuff, especially my original paint jobs, I just come up with it on the fly usually. I just look at the helmet. I try and figure out, okay, what color do I want it? Do I want it dirty? Do I want it clean? Do I want lights in it? What texture do I want? Like that. Yeah. Was, but I usually have an inspiration for each one. Like that one was inspired by the Ironmonger from Iron Man 1. That uh-huh. was my main inspiration on it. There's ones that are inspired from Dune and like Halo and all sorts of stuff. There's one that's inspired off a rusty car. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Really? Cool. Oh yeah, that's. I think that's one of the biggest things my dad taught me is using real world inspiration for paint jobs, mm-hmm. and it helps a ton. Because what's a what better way to make something look lived in and realistic by using something that's lived in and realistic? That's great. So I mean, I have photos of tons of old cars, or you know, World War II tanks, or old planes, anything that like has been real has had real world use. I use as reference all the time for everything. How, how do you do weathering? That's tough. I usually keep it. There's so much stuff you can do with it, though. But, I mean, usually it's just washes. It's washes, and it's usually just black and brown. And uh-huh. then acrylic paint, honestly. I don't use anything crazy. Yeah, and then it's just the layering and texturing and sort of like yep. just pa- yeah. like painting. Yeah, It's, it's well, pretty much painting. Yeah. Well, I, um, I imagine that you probably enjoy the combination of doing cosplay and then working for others, because in cosplay you get to kind of experience you create with your ideas about how you want to paint it. And it's sort of that where you actually probably will learn a lot of techniques that you can apply. Oh, I imagine to. Yeah. 
I'm learning stuff new every day about painting techniques and oh, what can look good and mm -hmm. what works. And I'm definitely taking those ideas and throwing them back and forth between cosplay and professional prop making and suit making. It's definitely, it's a fine balance to say the least. What are yeah, your I, favorite I materials to work with? Ooh, I like resin casts the most. I feel yeah. like that's just simple. It's easy to go with. I, I don't like painting flexible stuff, but professionally you, you have to do that more often. Right. Um, I don't like prints very much just cause it's a lot of sanding and I don't mm -hmm. like sanding. <laughs> I don't think anyone likes sanding. I think, I think in any, in any line of work you're in, whether it's woodworking or prop making or whatever, everybody hates sanding the most. Yeah. It is yeah. the most it's vile you're thing. Drywall building a whatever. house, doing a deck, you're <laughs> sanding. It's horrible. Sanding, no. It is. It's the, it's, it's the dirty work, but it's necessary to make something look good. Yeah, yeah. I think if Elon Musk was going to design something that his robots could do, the very first thing I would sanding? program is sanding. sanding. Like that's sanding. Sanding. I would, I would buy one of those robots. <laughs> I would Just absolutely, like yep, instantly, instantly. Yeah. But I definitely prefer usually either resin cast or resin prints. Resin prints okay. are just easier to sand than a filament. Oh print. yeah. Like you can have so much more fine detail in a resin oh, totally. print than a, than a yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, filaments yeah, are nice question. for like bigger things, but I feel like for some right. most things I prefer a resin print, but you, is that include, way to go. Is that include is fiberglass the type of, I mean, resin or is that something completely oh, yeah. separate? Fiberglass back helmets are also really nice. Just different primers and stuff for each one. Mm -hmm. I prefer, yeah. I like resin cast for stuff at home. They're durable. They're not going to, break real easily they're real strong fiberglass are tough those are if you want a really nice helmet that won't break um that's the way to go if you plan on shooting it actually shooting it in the movie then fiberglass <laughs> is the way to go yep yep fiberglass <laughs> is the way to go we're gonna need unless... these to ricochet off his chest fiberglass. Nah, not the way to go <laughs> <laughs> i mean unless you're throwing it off of like a two-story building it'll be fine you know yeah that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then plastic is just, so do you ever use foam core at all? I know in cosplay, that's a use, but do they use that in, in movies at all? I don't think so. I feel like that's a no. I feel that's like, a, like a big no way. Kind of like a big no way, just because it's like, it's very obviously foam most of the times. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't going to be an insult. I'm trying not to make this an insult on cosplay. It's very cosplay, -y, you know, <laughs> right, in a way. Right. Yes, yes. And we, okay. they, they don't want that. They want it to look like the real deal. So right. it's usually a flexible urethane or uh, just anything flexible, really. A rubber, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. One of my, some of my favorite costumes I've ever seen, and one that just literally blows my mind is a Wasp on Ant-Man and Wasp. Ooh, that's a good costume. I like that one. Oh my gosh, it's mm -hmm. so spectacular. The way that the the intricacies of that material, they even custom made the fiber that they wear and then her wings, like how they open. I, I was literally floored. I was like, it's that's not a CG. Insane. They're like, no, they made those wings, especially for the live event that she had. Like they, they did like a promo. Have you ever seen the footage from yeah. that with the wings? Like I, I was just, I mean, that's a just a masterpiece in my watching mind. that watching that scares me because i know that's like so many hours of work went into that one costume and it's insane yeah. to me 
Yeah, that's so much time. So what does you say are for your three top favorite paint jobs you've seen in production? Like your favorites in a film that I've like, that I've worked this. on or that are like no, that you I saw like. that are like some that are yeah, that you like that you're like, oh my gosh, like wasp Ooh. for me. Like Ant-Man. I think wasp is cool. I feel like I'm gonna be biased because I'm gonna choose everything legacy's worked on at this point. <laughs> then do it. So that's let's do it. Yeah, that's fine. Think- <laughs> I think my favorite paint job ever is the acid armor Boba Fett from Mando season two. I love the way that armor looks and I'll stand on that hill. I think that's, <laughs> I like, think I that's the best. Bo- I think that's the best Boba Fett armor and it's so biased because my dad did it, but I think that's the uh-huh. coolest looking Boba Fett suit in my opinion. Yeah. I just love how great. dirty it looks. It's just, it's, it's perfect. It's the perfect looking armor in my opinion. Yeah. That's when you first see him up on the rocks, right? When yeah. He yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah, just it iconic. And I was kind of like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah. And, and I love how much that juxtaposed to Mando's who's was like super shiny right. and gorgeous. And then you Ooh, have Boba's, is... which is like beat to snot. I'm about to drop a hot take. I don't like Mando's chrome armor. I like the brown armor more. I'm just gonna be honest. The brown yeah, armor yeah. is my thing. I like, like his first, armor. you like what he started with then. Did you I say like like season with, one? It looks, yeah. It looks more bounty hunterish and it feels more lived in and more mm-hmm. real world than knight and shining armor, which I get that's what they were going for. It's just not my thing. I right, prefer right. Even with right. my cosplays, I prefer them being much more dirty and lived in than right. brand new, indestructible pieces of armor. Yeah, I want to show one of these that we, you and I did some photos yeah. with the other day. Yeah. So we're going to go back to slide one here. I, I love this thing. It looks lived in. See how he's at yeah. the knees. Tell me about this little, tell me about this Mando. Does he have I'm a, a backstory? Oh, Not really. I mean, I just kind of winged it, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, John, on. I bought most of the armor off John. He did most of the work. I pretty much added, I weathered everything up a little bit more, added some kill stripes helmet and jetpack. I painted the knee. I painted sadly that helmet is busted, which mm. sucks. I got to fix that. And it's a real tragedy, but um, I definitely, I so, wanted my, oh, what was that? Sorry. No, go ahead. I wanted my, Oh, I wanted my Manda to look much more lived in. I want it to be more breathable. There's no, like um hip armor at all there's no pelvis armor it is pretty mm-hmm. much just everything above the waist that way i can move my legs i can sit in it i can okay. jump i can full sprint in it if i wanted to i wanted to be able to kind of do stunts in it but i'd need more flexible armor to do that because i'm not risking falling in that at all <laughs> no <laughs> I one, like no, one way. Uh, no 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 i like the kilt thing too like the way that this this looks it just it's got a unique look and i haven't seen that in a mando and i think that seems like what's pretty fun about people creating mandos is that it's really whatever you want it to be right? oh totally i love that aspect of it because mm-hmm. there's like the only limit to your imagination you could do absolutely anything with these mandos or any costume for that matter that's why personally i really dislike costume fan clubs or groups where they just nitpick every costume it's like oh you can't look like this to join the group your costume has to get changed Uh, that way i think that's stupid i don't think there should be a rule for like oh like look on look at my costume right there oh your knee pad's too low you can't be in the group now it's the one thing wrong with everything else looks great but the knee pad's too low i hate that what if i want the knee pad too low you know right yeah and mandos are like that they're an eclectic group of Sort oh, of just totally. after the the season three mandos, they are all like in yeah. a good way disheveled. They are <laughs> exactly not, like, anyone can make a mando now, you know. And I yeah, I, I love I, that. 
Yeah, I like it. Looked like they just found parts lying around. It's like, well, my kneecap got blown off a while back. Yeah, let me let I me get that stormtroopers cool. one. You know. Yeah, here's no, the I, I love that. Thing. It makes it feel realistic, you know, because not yeah, every and, and they're not like, money too. They're not all yeah. like filthy rich. So it's yeah, not every yeah. Mando's gonna look like Django Fett or Boba Fett, right? And I feel right. like that's I like that. I like how there's just differences, and I think it's really limiting to a lot of creators that want to make a really cool Mando costume. It's like they get discouraged because oh, people will judge you. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, or people will judge sure. you or. You know, I won't get into this club. Forget the clubs. Forget what people think. Do what you want to do. You know? Yeah. It shouldn't. Especially if you're doing the Mando. If you want to be oh, one totally. of the club, then Stormtrooper maybe is your way to go. I feel like that's. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty standard. If you that's pretty do, standard. It's pretty hard to mess up a Stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like. I think a big thing for me is I, I don't take criticism very well. I feel like. And that's something I need to work on for sure, especially yeah. with like prop making. Cause I know there's, there's even if it makes something kick ass, there's going to be someone that doesn't like it, you know, and yeah, which is very, yeah. oh, totally. And it's very hard <laughs> to not take that personally as an artist where right. it's like, oh, I dislike what you did. And it's like, okay, fine. I don't like you anyways, you know? Yeah. It's I don't, I don't like you. All I said is I don't like your art. Well, I don't like you. Yeah. So. No, totally. No, it's so very, there. especially you have to be a professional about it. You can't take right. it personal, but I feel like there's a lot you can learn from other people too. That's why I'm in a, I'm in a group chat with a bunch of our painters and usually I'll send them photos before I post it on my page. Like, Oh, what do you guys think about this? How do you think this looks? Do you think I should change mm -hmm. anything? I like getting other people's input just so I can, you know, have a second eye on a project or a helmet. Yeah, that, that's a good point because there's a gut element to it, like even in directing. So especially as a director, like ultimately it's my vision when I do the project and what it looks like, it comes back to me. Right. I can't blame it on you as the painter. If yeah. It doesn't turn mm -hmm. out right. Yeah. So there's always that back of your mind, second guess thing. That's like, maybe not maybe or I go farther the other way where I'm like, I'm right. It's good. I, this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, I think it is striking the balance about saying, like, I, I understand that there are other ideas that can improve what I'm working on if I'm open to it. But then I also understand I have to have a confidence in what I finally decide and go with that and believe this is what it's going to be. This is my final decision. And even in painting, right. I imagine to an extent you have that sort of I'm open to critiques. I'm open to hearing, but ultimately I trust my gut. This is how yeah. it's supposed to go. I know that this is right. Oh, there's, so. there's plenty of stuff. There's stuff I can't even talk about where I'm just so nervous to see it on screen. Cause I know people are going to tear it to shreds <laughs> once it's out there. Yeah. But especially the in this universe, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah where, where everyone's, you know, instantly just like, Oh, look at that. Click. Yeah. Snap picture <laughs> shared. Oh, destroyed that's wrong. everywhere. That's wrong, you know, but I feel Hell like yeah. at the end of the day, for every artist, no matter how many critiques you get, if you like it, that's all that matters in the end. And if you think it looks good. What is it well, like for you seeing your work on screen for the first time once you've oh, something? Oh, it's, it's the weirdest thing ever because it, it, it's so weird sometimes, like especially on Guardians. That was surreal because yeah. we had spent so much time working on it in the shop and then seeing it on screen. It's just like, oh, my God, all this hard work and it's there, you know? especially on Ahsoka, the medical droid thing that really threw me off where yeah. I was kind of like, Oh my God, there it is. Second episode in, I have no, I have no clue when these are going to be on. I I'm not on set that much. So, I mean, right. pretty much if you go to set, you'll have an idea of where it could be, but it's like a total surprise usually. 
Sometimes they'll yeah. cut it. Sometimes they'll totally cut stuff mm. and you have no clue if it's in the show or not. Yeah. It's so funny because Ray was in, okay. Was in, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Really? She got, yeah, she got to be a Jedi. She was a Jedi in the temple. Oh, wow. Of, yes. It was one of the three Jedi that they used for the kill thing, but they cut huh. her shot. Oh, so they, they had the whole shot on her and Anakin walks up next to her and he's standing over her and looks down at her and then takes out the kids and she's right there. So she knows their shots literally that are wide, epic, sweeping shots where there's right. like, cool, they spent all day long making these beautiful Damn. shots and they're not there. Like, and she's not in it. She's like, oh my God, it's not there. So, so yeah. So she actually even made that Jedi, her Jedi outfit. She got it custom made. They built the same. Oh, wow. And we're waiting, watching the show and they're like, she's like, I'm not, it's I'm not, not there. there. It's not there. It got cut. It literally, and I was going to be a Jedi in there too. And the night before we were supposed to shoot, I got a wardrobe. <laughs> I got my soul. I got my saber. <laughs> I got to pick one. I had every, the oh boots. Oh my God. And uh, how do you guys get these gigs? To, I want to get a gig like that. Yes. I'm I was being a painter. To I want to be on set. I want, yes. Well then the night before they, the, the casting calls and says, Hey, you know, I, I'm sorry. We're not going to be able to use you. We're still going to use Ray, but you've been cut. And I was like, uh, oh, come on. I oh you got cut there. first <laughs> so. I, got cut, I, I got cut before i even made it into the temple like oh, what man. kind of cut like cut in half or was it oh, oh, you, so, were, you were dead you were, you were dead it's okay you're there I was dead. but i have a picture of me in the in oh. the outfit that is inside that is now a part of the entire universe so That's i do have a jedi even though it never made it on set, I was like, I do have a Jedi in this. Time. You are good. now canon. Yeah, and they pulled all that stuff from the original. They they pulled it all from the original trilogy. They, I mean, they still have one, two, and three. They still have those outfits, and so mine was one of the original Jedi outfits that was used before, <laughs> which I thought was and the whole great. order. It's a massive hall, and it's all the stuff from one, two, and three. And I was like. Oh, it was amazing. It was really amazing. Oh, but cool. it sucked to be cut and not be able to go there for that scene. I was like, I was going to get to be in the scene when it happened. Like when he comes down and his cape Damn. sweeps and he's like, slash, slash, slash. Killing I kids like, and you're just there. Uh, oh, man, cool. No, yeah. I'm, it, I'm doing a Jedi costume right now for myself. Oh, which one? Just cool. your own. Just a random Jedi. I have no clue Rando. if I'm an alien or if I just Rando. want to do a human. Rando Jedi. <laughs> yes. His name is Rando. His name's Rando. That's his name now. Rando Calrissian. Rando Calrissian. He's part Jedi, yeah. part Mando. He part, uh, orchestrates oh Cloud City. He does all, He does everything. Oh, that's totally so, going to be the name yeah. now. Rando. <laughs> Rando, 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 Rando the yeah, Jedi he, on. he lives under he lives in the bottom section of Cloud City. Yeah. And one day, <laughs> one day he hopes he always he's tells everyone he's a Calrissian and no one believes him. Oh god. He's like, wait till they see. Wait till they see. They'll know. They'll, They'll know. see someday. I'll ascend to You're the You're gonna throne regret it someday. i you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, Rando. Oh, I do love his oh, name is Rando. <laughs> <laughs> I always oh, love man. that. And whenever you're playing uh, Call of Duty or something online, and you you get that guy. Who's that guy? I don't know. Some rando. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, "Hey, rando." <laughs> but man, that's uh, awesome. We're we're almost coming up on our time. I guess we got to. Oh wow. A few more closing. Oh man, questions. I gotta I talk about like... the other. I gotta talk about the other two paint jobs real quick. Let's yeah. hear it. Let's yeah. hear it. Um, Interstellar. I love everything from that movie. The space. Oh yeah. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Spaceships and that are awesome. What was the other one? Um, what about sets? Would you ever paint sets? That's just so daunting to me. To the point where I'm just like, I don't even know if I could do it. Because it's just like a massive thing. There's some massive stuff we did for Ahsoka. Where I was kind of like, that is huge. How are we going to get this done? A whole set, I think I'd lose my mind. I'd, if it was just me, I'd cry. <laughs> if it was just me, I'd cry. Now, that's one thing. I, the only thing I will say about Ahsoka is a lot of the stuff that I was a part of. I mean, it really does take a whole village to do this stuff. Like, I feel like everyone thinks, oh, it's just one person. It's like, no, it's like at least mm-hmm. during Ahsoka, there was like 80 people in the shop working on it at once. Wow. While that's doing other amazing. shows. It's insane. It's yeah, that's amazing. Insane. It looks impressive from what I've seen already. I mean, it just looks visually I'm, impressive. I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. But I'm also so nervous because I'm just kind of like, how are people going to react to some of this stuff? You know? Yeah. Because there's stuff where it's like, oh, it could be so cool, and then it'll totally backfire, and everyone hates it, and that's what gets me nervous sometimes. <laughs> where I'm just like, you well, know, you're like, oh, all you gotta do is good. hope that something else in the show sucks worse than what you created, and then the, <laughs> the focus will be on that. <laughs> oh man! No. Oh, if no. only, if only. Uh, that's hilarious. Well, what I is, think you know what's nice though is like you're working on something that people are at least are passionate about. Because a yeah. lot of times, a lot of art stuff, no one even notices. It goes by, they don't even see it. But at least in Ahsoka, everyone's paying attention to every detail and they notice what you're doing, which is that's, that's what awesome, scares right? me. That's that's what makes yeah. me really happy because everyone knows, <laughs> oh my god, they did that, and then it's like, oh shit, they forgot this. They oh my god, they did that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like for that's... every like. For every negative comment, feels so much more impactful than a positive mm-hmm. one. Like, mm, isn't that weird though? Isn't that it's weird? very weird. It's yeah. very yeah. weird. But I feel like even for me, like I'm looking through like how, compared to how many positive comments you get on something versus how many negative. Usually, the positives mm-hmm. will always outweigh the negative, and I remember those more. The yeah. Negatives yeah. might suck in the moment. It's like, oh, that sucks. But the positives, you will remember that mm-hmm. for months, years. You know. It's also true, especially when you know, like if I've done something and I'm like, it's not the best, it could be better. I feel like it could be better. So I'm hyper aware in this. And when I watch it and I have a bunch of people, it's amazing. It's amazing. And then someone says that and I'm like, oh, I yeah. knew it. Like I knew it. I yeah. knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But oh, I feel like there's, I there's some stuff we don't even have control over. Like time's another thing. A lot of people don't realize you, we don't have five years to make this costume. We have... So, uh, sometimes weeks to make mm-hmm. costumes those yeah that's uh, there insane was, there was one project where we had from start to finish i think two weeks to do three suits good oh, wow. grief that was yeah that was no. the worst thing i've ever done i was thank god it wasn't it wasn't just me i was helping but it was i think three or four of us just non-stop working 10 hours a day pretty much on mm. these suits just and to I, try to get stuff. it done. And then still at the end, you wonder, I hope it's good enough. Like, I, I, I hope it's I, good enough. It should be. I think for the amount of time we did, I'm happy with it. And I think they look great. Yeah, but I think that's what you got to do is like, eventually you let go like, hey, and you, the sucky part is you can't tell people, hey, this, this costume, I only had a week to work on. That's why, yeah, you know, you can't, can't, you don't, you can't do that. At the end of the day, I just got to know I, we did the best we could. People yes. are going to love it. Yes. Some people are going to, some people are going to hate it, but more people will love it than hate it usually. Mm-hmm. And if I can put my hands down and be like, I did the best I could. I'm happy with it. Yeah. This looks good. Yeah. I could walk away fine. Plus I'm getting paid. So I really can't, I don't have any room. <laughs> to do something I love. It's a win-win. <laughs> awesome. So where can people, some of your work, they want to catch, catch up with you on social. 
Ooh, my social is at Parker Hensley. Um, there's some underscores in it, but it should be the first one that pops up. I post okay. pretty much all my personal stuff on there. Some work stuff. It's very finicky with that. What I can say, what I can show. Right. But usually any mm-hmm. personal helmets like these I'll post or any like movie credits or show credits. I'll try and post show photos are really kind of on the mm-hmm. line a little bit. It's very much either yep, yes yep. or no. Hardcore Star Wars stuff. I am allowed to post like photos from the show, but no BTS stuff. Right. Um, it's very finicky posting um, professional work, but any mm-hmm. personal stuff's on there. Yeah. Do, do you sell your stuff or is it all personal? Actually, I am doing a line of helmets very soon. Okay. Cool. I'm doing okay. the, I'm doing the, um, what's the inquisitor's name from Ahsoka. I keep forgetting it. Oh, the wow. inquisitor. The oh, oh the main guy. I don't know yeah. yet. I haven't seen yeah. it. Merrick. I haven't watched the Merrick. yet. That's his Merrick. name. But he's, I'm doing a bunch of those helmets. I'm doing one okay. right now. I'm going to announce a line. They'll probably be like $500, $600 each, but they're going to be high quality Amazing. props. They're going to be as close to the show as possible. And then I'll probably do a limited run of like five at first, and then maybe five more later on just to make some side money. But, mm-hmm. um, most of the helmets I have are for sale. It's honestly just getting people to buy them. That's the hard part. Right. Well, they got to know they exist. Right. Yeah, exactly. got to know like, they exist. Oh, they, so they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, that looks awesome. I want Then you tell them the price and then you never hear from them again. And they're like, I don't want it that much. You're like, Doug, yeah. that took like two yep. days to do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're like, you realize if I sell it to you the price you want to, I'm making under minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. It's like, I need, I, especially with these helmets, I need to make a profit. It's it right. yeah. just be like, Oh, I'll give you a Mando helmet for a hundred bucks. No, a Mando helmet's gonna be at least most of my helmets are at least five hundred a piece. Yeah, unless it's like well, a half they're, they're or something. It's art. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's art. art. Yeah. It's art. Yeah. yeah. And well, and I saw I seen all the stuff that Ray's done. It's expensive. Like she has a leather thing for her Ahsoka. Uh, that's just that leather. It's all hand grade and garb. It's a thirteen hundred dollars just for that belt in the front piece, and it's layered layered leather upon layered leather and it's engraved and everything and it's thirteen hundred dollars for just the belt like the sabers themselves are four grand those sabers they have the detail into them so her whole outfit is just one ahsoka outfits around ten thousand i think for the outfit it's it's ninety five hundred or something so that's insane it's like it costs so much to make those even for in professional work some of those suits can cost up to like in the hundreds of thousands of dollars oh yeah no, did you see the ones for uh, um, Tron? The Tron ones with the oh, inlaid God. lights and stuff. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were they were eighty to ninety thousand each, and they had like. Nope. <laughs> and we're we're not talking Tron guy. You've seen guy yeah. before, have you? Haven't you? Yeah. Tron guy. Tron guy. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen. Yeah, Tron he carries guy. carries around Tron the frisbee, guy. and he's got yeah. the leotard with the. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, check out Tron guy. Check out Tron guy. Oh, I, yeah. I think he, he was in a South Park episode, wasn't he? I, th- I think he, yes, he was. He, he was. was. Yeah, that's, how, that's, how I figured, yes. that's how I heard about him. Yes. I love that episode. <laughs> All right. We got to bring this up. I got I have a whole new world that's about Ooh. to open up to me. So, Tron guy. What, Tron guy? Write that down. Write that down. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, my man. Parker, well, thanks for your time. And it'd be great to have you on the show again after the oh, series absolutely. is done. And maybe we can yeah, look at absolutely. some of the other stuff of your game. We can even do a, do a half hour. Break down some stuff. Yeah. Break down what's, what you did. On. I will talk about great. whatever you guys want that I cannot um, break NDA. Say for until it's much. done. Yeah. 
All right, right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so All right. much yeah, for having appreciate me. I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yes. Take care. Dude, that's right. that's exciting. Yeah. It's so there's so many things you could do in film and television. You just don't even you don't even know exist. Like what? There's someone who just paints all of this. But I have so much respect for that because in in the 3D printing world, you get a you know a, a paint the stuff you've printed if you're printing a figure or something like that. It is so hard to get something to look good. And doing that, you know, the sanding and the getting the finish right and like mirror stuff and all that stuff it's just like i have a huge respect for painters because uh it is difficult difficult work the element too of how how different uh, chemicals combine with each other because sometimes a paint will look really good with something else so if you try to paint another project with the same thing it just it doesn't look right yeah or let's try this <laughs> whoops i wasn't supposed to mix that chemical so yeah <laughs> Well, that's like our labs growing no, no, but up. That's, yeah. that's true, though. I mean, you can you can put something over something else, and all of a sudden, the first layer just starts to crinkle. Up, you know, so you got to know the materials you can use, uh, and all that depends on the surface you're using too. So, yeah, there's just so much to do when you're when you're painting. Like, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in case you have, this is your first time joining us. You can catch us on any of your podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are in YouTube. And we're look forward to having you join the show. We talk about all things film and television and uh, all things entertainment. And I'm Director Dude. And along with Cam, the voiceover dude. Yep. And this is Entertainment Dudes. Another beautiful episode. <laughs> I don't know why I just did that laugh. That was probably my um, favorite part of the you whole think show. So? <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. No, Josh. Oh, man. Oh, man.